Hi, welcome back to Casters of Valhalla. I'm your host as always, OEAO, Mike, and with me tonight is my father, uh, George, Dragon Ruler. Hi, Mike. Hello. Got two guests with us tonight as well. Um, we have two other guests with us, that is. We have Chandler or Mr. Wookie. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Pretty good, how are you? Sorry. <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I wasn't was ready tough. for you to respond to that. <laughs> yeah, pretty pretty tough questions already. <laughs> it only gets easier from here. All right. Uh, and then we have um, Sir Heroescape. For anyone who doesn't know, Sir Heroescape, I mean, I'm sure people probably know, but he has a big YouTube channel. Um, so make sure to go check that out. And I'll be linking a video of his that we'll we'll discuss after. But um, how are you doing tonight? Oh, pretty good. My uh, kids are leaving me alone right now, so hopefully that stays the same the rest of the way. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this is kind of the delayed wrap-up of SkateCon 1 slash looking forward to SkateCon 2. SkateCon 1, it, it went really well. I mean, you don't have to take from me, just ask basically anybody that went. I got kind of burned out, obviously, afterwards, which is why it's now two months later. And now, but now, you know, I'm looking back. It's like, okay, yep, it was it was great, and I'm looking forward to the next one. We've got a lot of ideas in the works. Um, it's going to be largely, you know, a, a similar experience to to SkateCon One, but hopefully better. Hopefully, uh, with with some improvements. Um, but first, I guess I just want to hear from from people on. Uh, on how SkateCon One went, um, you know, kind of what you thought. Again, I'll be so I'll be linking Sir Heroescape's video on video recap, which does a much better job of you know of recapping it than I could I could say. You know, watch the video and then you'll see the setup. You'll see you know the why we we liked it so much, um, why it worked, and uh, so so make sure to check that out. I'll have th that link in the description. Um, but I guess before we talk about SkateCon 2, we should, you know, SkateCon 1 went went pretty well. Yeah, Mike, uh, what I was amazed at was how well it did go. Uh, I was, we were just completely impressed with the hotel. Uh, everything went so smooth with, with the hotel. I just wasn't expecting that. And I, I certainly wasn't expecting to be treated as well as we were. We're, we're just not used to that in New England. Uh, everyone was so nice and so helpful that, uh, you know, and they want us back next year, which is pretty amazing. We, we all behaved ourselves and, uh, we treated them well and, and they were just fantastic. So they're, they're looking forward to us coming back. Uh, what, you know, right from the beginning, when we were looking for a hotel, these guys were super and, and, you know, they were very responsive and willing to work with us on uh, the food menu and giving us the hotel block for a reasonable price. And so uh, we've, we've got all that booked for, for SkateCon 2, which we can talk about late, a little bit later. Uh, but certainly from the standpoint of logistics for SkateCon 1, I don't think anything could have gone any better with the hotel than it did. And that to me was the biggest surprise. Yeah. You never know when it's an outside force like that. Um, yeah. It's just a different culture in the Midwest. Having gone to school there for four years and then coming back to new England, it's just a different, uh, it's a different culture in the Midwest and, and new England. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. yeah I'll give a shout out. Oh, sorry. I'll just say from an attendee's perspective, kind of going on that same vein from the hotel 
I, I was also pretty impressed that, you know, these kind of no name group of, you know, nerds show up and the hotel treats us like, you know, we're the next biggest thing. Right. I mean, I felt like they, you know, made sure we had everything we needed. I mean, the staff was super helpful and super, uh, you know, accommodating and, you know, this, it was great space. I mean, everything you've said, obviously from the logistics back end working with them was like, it was consistent with what I experienced as an attendee, if that makes sense. So it does. Yeah. yeah um, compared to Gen Con, it, de- it definitely felt like the people wanted us there more, not like not to badmouth Gen Con staff, but it's just like, it's a very normal convention where it's just like, they're there, they're working. They don't really care as much. Whereas like the hotel people were surprisingly nice. Like, so hero escape said, um, but beyond that, the the food and the service was really good, especially considering the scheduling delays we had. They were very accommodating with us being like, oh, can we move it this here or can we move lunch back an hour or up 20 minutes? Um, and then they still delivered. The food was never like cold or anything. So, uh, yeah, I I really enjoyed it. Yeah. And uh the delays thing was is one of the things we are going to do a lot better next year. Um, that was largely me saying, hey, I'm going to both I'm going to spend, you know, the, the previous three months, you know, uh, it was almost like a full time job on the logistics side, at least from my end. And then I'm going to play in all the events and then also run all the events and also keep track of time in all the events. And turns out that did not go that well um so next year we are going to have a dedicated to who's not playing at every time slot you know i i had a lot of people volunteer and basically say hey next year mike when you're setting this up if you need me to to an event or whatever no big deal just let me know so we're gonna have a to at each time slot um we're also hopefully going to figure out something with like a clock setup i uh, don't know what that looks like yet but basically if there are also clocks around it'll just help people keep track of time um that way it's not like a surprise when there's 10 minutes left in the round or whatever so uh we're we're, we're gonna take some steps to hopefully make that a much better um experience on that end that way there won't be the delays that way stuff keeps moving um and just making the the days more efficient on on that front um and whether that means, you know, on, on something like main event, um, if that means adding a little bit more time on day one, um, you know, we're, we're not sure we're keeping everything exactly the same for main event anyways for next year. But uh, just people tend to play a little more thoughtfully, a little more deliberate, you know, because um, it's the main event. So if that's the case, you know, if we if we only do, let's say, five rounds, but the rounds are maybe 65 or maybe even 70 minutes long, just just that way games are able to resolve um you know, as I've always said, there's not really an issue if the game goes to time if it's decided. But what feels, you know, bad is if the game goes to time and one, either player could still win that game. It's just a very different, um, a, a very different feeling than if if I lose, but I still technically like had one or two figures that I I wasn't going to win. Um, so ju- just kind of thinking about things like that. Um, those are just kind of some of a couple of the big like logistical things we're going to try to fix on the HeroScape front for next year um, to make that a better experience. But yeah, the, the hotel itself couldn't have been more accommodating for, for anything along those lines. 
Yeah, one thing that that I liked, I mean, I just thought it was such a great setup to have the gaming in one room and you walk next door to eat in in the next room. And the the other thing was uh, we just had such a great group of guys there. Uh, I had commented on this before. I never ate one meal uh, at, at the same table as Mike. Uh, I didn't care who I sat with. It, it, I, I bounced around uh, and, and I was perfectly happy to do that. Uh, it was just it was just a, a, a super group of guys, very cohesive, uh, just a, a lot of fun to talk to. Uh, and, and to me, that was one of the biggest differences with Gen Con was the camaraderie uh, that, that you have where you're with everybody like that and you're not all splitting up for meals. You're not running to a meal in between things. Uh, and I don't know what everybody else's feeling was on that, but, but I really enjoyed that. Oh, it kind of feels a little personal, you know, it kind of <laughs> feels like you're avoiding me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you start with breakfast and of course I was usually at breakfast in the first half of the hour and you'd be rolling in about five minutes left. So, you know, that right there, there was no way we were going to be at the same table. And then it just kind of worked from there. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I, when I went to Gen Con back in 2017, <clears throat> it was kind of on a, uh, uh, college student budget so I mean my my meals consisted of like a cheese stick <laughs> and, uh, and my breaks uh, you know you're you want to try and get to the dealer hall but still make it back in time for you know games but then like you know I was with a bunch of other guys staying in this you know uh, this uh, Airbnb that was like a 25 minute drive away so at the end of the day everyone's exhausted and they don't want to stay in game you know and so we were going home at like seven o'clock and so i was like it was a really great experience but it was really tough because it was like i wanted to hang out and get to meet people and play extra games outside of the tournaments you know but then my group it didn't work out that way and so one thing that was so cool about scapecon this year was it was like literally you could spend the entire day with as many people as you wanted and if you wanted to take a break and go take a nap you could you walked five minutes to your you know your room and then you come back and you know, whenever you're ready. And I know other people did that too. You just need a break. You just go, go back to your hotel room. And, and so the convenience was, was incredible because you, you know, you could hang out with these people as much as you wanted. You could do as much as you wanted or do as little as you wanted and not feel like you had to drive 20 minutes or, you know, be beholden to other people's schedules or things like that. So. Yeah, that was like absolutely the biggest improvement over Gen Con, in my opinion. It was just, so nice to not have to worry about it because like you said we we would always get after the very first year i went which was like 2011 where we got a hotel kind of within the range and we could walk there we would just be further and further away each year so it'd be 20 minutes 30 minutes 40 minutes to drive there so like you didn't really want to like i mean you want to hang out with people but you're tired and you want to go home and like we'd go eat on the way back from gen con the convention center but it was just so nice to be able to like hang out with people walk to your room like the 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 fact that you could forget your figure in your room and then go up and get it was a big convenience because like <laughs> if you did that and yeah. your airbnb was 40 minutes away you had to go borrow from somebody and it's like not a big deal 
usually, but it, it it's not the best. So, and then we had never really gotten to hang out with any, hang out with any other groups. Like we'd have lunch with people. Like we'd, ha- we'd started to hang out with you, Mike and George before like uh, the Gen Con before we'd go get lunch with you, but we hadn't really done that before just cause we were so trying to like get stuff done and Gen Con, there's like not a lot of time and the food's further away. Uh, everything was just so convenient. It made everything a lot smoother. So I could go on, but I would just be repeating myself. Yeah, and I'll and I'll just mention what Sir Heroscape said about being able to go up to your room and just take a little break. I did that a couple of times. I also went outside onto the patio uh, a couple of times, and it was just really nice to be able to, you know, just just get away from it for a few minutes if if you wanted. Like I dropped a tournament one day. I was just so tired, and I just went up to the room and lied down before lunch, um, and I ended up not falling asleep, but just relaxing, and it was just it was just great. Uh, and you and you really can't do that uh, at Gen Con, right? And and on the meals thing, you know, it wasn't always like intentional at Gen Con that you want to eat with certain people or you know would only eat with the same person or two. But the logistics of like, well, once you know, you only have an hour in between the two tourneys. So if if, if myself and my dad's game, let's say both end and we there's 20 minutes left, we're not going to hang around for 20 minutes. We're going to use that 20 minutes so that we have a little, we're not rushing as much to to get to the food court or get to the food truck and eat and get back in time for the next tourney. You know, it's just a very different setup with everything taken care of. Um, for me, that was probably my favorite part about this actually. Uh, well, surprisingly enough, the, the breaks where I wasn't in charge and, did, and you know other people were in charge and I got to just hang out that was that was the upside for sure for me um but yeah that that was it was just such a great experience there and it, it felt easier to to um if you needed to to borrow from people here because basically people just brought their collections into the room you know uh because it everything is so close the room was locked up at night after we were done nobody could get in you know um i mean combined between collections and terrain i think somebody estimated forget the number like six digits though easy uh six figures easy of of money worth of of here just heroscape in that room you know not including you know like i had two laptops in there to to run all the to run our software and it just like it but it didn't matter you know you weren't worried at all you know at gen con we've always we've had you know jungle bushes and glaciers walk off before you know um not from Heroescape people, but from other people, they just walk by the map. Oh, that's cool. I'll, I'll pick that up, you know, and you're just not worried about that with this group. You know, you you really aren't um, worried about anybody taking anything. So uh, it, it's it was just a very like, you know, um, very focused experience in that in that regard of being really just a group of people hanging out, you know, for for four days, for five days, whatever it was. So. Yeah, and you didn't. Once you got to the hotel, you didn't have to leave. In fact, as as we got in Tuesday night about nine o'clock, and uh, we we went out with uh, Hounds Rule, first time that he's been to a convention like that. And uh, when we we're loading the car on Sunday to get ready to leave, he says, "This is the first time I've stepped outside since Tuesday night." <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you, yeah, you really didn't have to leave. Yeah, that was uh, that was really what we felt like. We had to force ourselves to go outside. There was a gas station nearby. We we popped by a couple of times, but other than that, it was 
Well, it wasn't for gas, Chandler, if I remember. Wasn't there? Well, no, he did not drive there. (laughs) Wasn't there a liquor store next to that? Oh, I was leaving that out conveniently. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, if you're if you're on the edge about coming because you're worried about alcohol, yes, there's a liquor store right there, and they're pretty cheap. Yeah, and of course there is the bar at the um, at the hotel as well, but it's not cheap. Nope. <laughs> but for for anybody coming, one thing um, we did have to agree, and we have to we had to agree for this year too, was that no outside food or beverage would come into the gaming space. You know, you could have your beer up or whatever you want. You know, snack, food, whatever you wanted up in your room if you wanted to. But um, we we had to honor the fact that we would only eat and drink what they provided, what what we bought from them. Um, you could you know. During the uh, multiplayer final, multiplayer madness finals on I think Saturday night, uh, all three participants in that were drinking from you know drinks from the bar, <laughs> um, and, and I think basically everybody that was watching them too. It, it, I'm not sure it was HeroScape at that point, but it was, it was certainly <laughs> something happening on that map. Um, <laughs> Johnny Kinski, yeah, I'm going to call out for him. I, that was some crazy stuff going on, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Johnny Frisbee. Um, uh, er, advantage and hound's rule was it was that finals um but yeah it just just an interesting group of people for sure um and you know one thing that the hotel did do was they provide water coolers you know which is something we had um that that's what dice tower con does um and i think all the other dice tower conventions as well but um is is they have water coolers set up for the participants you know and that was except for the time that a video sage rolled a die into my water cup by an accident uh, outside <laughs> of that it worked great <laughs> yeah that actually i think is uh more important than the people realize is you you forget to drink water and hydrating yourself when you're playing games all day long is like super important and it sounds super like dumb when you actually like say it out loud but it's like super important because it's like your brain power you're sitting there you're you know just you know gaming all day long and it's really easy also to get sick because you're just over exhausting yourself you know so if you're not staying hydrated and it was so nice to just walk over and always have a good you know glass of cold water to kind of refresh myself so that was a big one yeah, and that was just thrown in. They didn't charge us for that. We could have bought water bottles at three bucks a pop plus a thirty percent service charge, but we opted for the uh, the big the big jugs out there. Oh wow! Heck yeah, that's way better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the food the food is not cheap, but we we bought the food in order to use the ballroom, and it, and it worked out. Yeah, that's great. Right. So I guess um, I mean. Before I move on, I mean, if there's anything else, well, I guess real quick, um, congrats to Major Q23, William, for for winning the main event and uh, Hound's Rule um, for for placing second. Congrats to everybody else that, you know, won. You can go on the results thread. I'll I'll try to remember to link that. um, And you can check out all the results from all the events. You know, next year, our plan is to to have a similar-ish event schedule, obviously different events, but, you know, that type of formatting is kind of been how it's been at gen con for forever and that's kind of how we're going to keep doing is a couple events at each time slot and then the the championship we might run some sort of um 
uh, you know, secondary event alongside the championship day one, just in case, you know, because we did have a couple of people opt to not play in the main event, just because they don't, you know, they want, they want to play the game a little more casually, you know, not, not that people are like jerks or main event, but a couple of people decide not to play because they felt like it might be a little too competitive or, you know, so, so we'll probably run some sort of, you know, really casual event just alongside it, you know, just in case, you know, we always want to make sure people have something to do if they want, but turns out most people got plenty of hero escape over the weekend uh, anyways, um, I, I think one thing from my end that I thought went really well was the prize wall. We're going to have it again next year. Um, it, 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 that's definitely the thing I, I wanted to succeed most probably. Uh, and it, seemed like people enjoyed it where basically, you know, you got the the tickets and you went up to the wall and you turned them in and got, got your prizes. So we're looking at doing, I don't know what we're going to have on it. Um, I didn't plan for all that stuff as, as people might know from the thank you thread. It turned like some people donated stuff like there. Um, th- there were certain things I was planning for. And then um, for example, uh, Chandler's friend, um, Nick, Nick, the ant, actually just like donated a new inbox lag lore and uh Bormir donated a new uh, uh, an official um agent Scahan, you know gen con promo like just insane donations to uh so i mean thank you everybody that uh donated and contributed to the prize wall thank you sir here escape for the custom jungles of course those were huge hits um so we're you know we're gonna run some sort of prize wall as well we're also gonna have custom dice for winners again we're gonna have I don't know if it's going to be custom dice bowls, but we'll have something good again for second place in the events as well. You know, we're, we're just going to make it so that, you know, the, the, you obviously don't go to something like this for the prizes because there's no cash or anything, but you know, it, for, if you're going to make the trip out, it, you should walk away with stuff, you know, um, that that's kind of my philosophy is that everybody should be walking away with a lot of stuff. So we're going to, we're going to do that again. Um, custom t-shirts more than likely, um, yeah, got hopefully custom posters. Kind of my idea moving forward is custom posters for every year. Um, you know, I don't know what that looks like yet, but they, they do that for an X-Wing tourney. Um, so it's that I know of. So basically, you know, each year you get the poster. We'll probably have a, like an optional buy um, pretty much at cost for this past year's poster because I didn't think about doing it until like the week before. Um, so that way people that went to ScapeCon 2021 can get their post, their 2021 poster as well as their 2022 poster, um, this year. So that, that's kind of our plan. Um, and I mean, before we move on to anything else with ScapeCon 2022, anything else, um, or ScapeCon 2, anything else, uh, you know, and it is kind of nice that it's lining up year by year. It's just kind of working out. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, but, uh, anything else on ScapeCon 1 or? Well, I just wanted to second your uh, your comment on the prize prize pool or prize table or whatever. Um, one of the things, if there if there was a disappointment in Gen Con 2017, it was that there were expectations to have more prizes when I showed up. Right in 2017, is is you actually if you go on YouTube, you see some of these kind of early videos from Gen Con like 10 years ago. And there's, <clears throat> you kind of get excited because you you do see some of the prize table, right? You see some of these new inbox stuff, kind of in the early years of when you know Hasbro would. Oh, oh did he freeze? We lost him. Dang. All right, Chandler, you got to pick up the slack. 
Um, well, I don't know what he was going to say about price support, but uh, I know that I was going to say it was more appealing to the person with a lot of hero skate than I would expect. Uh, the the alternate art cards, pretty cool. That was a good idea. I like that. Um, and then, like like you said, we had a lot of people kind of chip in, like somebody from our group, Mitch, a.k.a. Mr. Migraine, 3D printed a bunch of water elementals and 3D printed a bunch of water elemental bases and bought a bunch of stickers and then brought the water elementals and the bases forgot the stickers unfortunately but (laughs) (laughs) based all the water elementals and put them up for prizes which was pretty cool and then did some with fire elementals as well and uh there was uh c3 c3v stuff that i really enjoyed personally because i spent all my tickets on those and we've played some since and they're pretty fun so i i i was i was not expecting the prizes to be as good as they were based on oh actually i guess i could have picked up exactly where he left off like you see early videos of this stuff and there's like master sets abound flag bears everywhere everywhere large expansions small expansions they're giving out stuff for like the the last place person the main event and it's just so much prize support from hasbro and then they obviously sell to Wizards of the Coast, and then Wizards of the Coast cancels, and then the price support dropped off a cliff. They, like, dumped it all in this one Gen Con. I, I don't remember the exact year. It might have been 2016 then, where they just had, like, a ton of prizes, lava sets, ice sets, stuff like that. Um, But you also watch the early videos of Gen Con. If you've been going for a while, you see suddenly yourself as a child without expecting it's <laughs> <laughs> like oh is that me yep yeah we started going before mike could drive yeah i mean i started going before i could drive too the um uh there's always dice though to those who say people don't go to Gen Con for the prizes, dice are the true prize at Gen Con, in my opinion. They're just like they're, I think that they, I've always thought they were the coolest part. And they are the prizes. Cool. Yeah. All right. right. Sorry about that. I don't know what. Oh, welcome back. Get connected. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you got disconnected, and then it um, said for a while that you were unavailable. Um, yeah, I think it must have been my internet or something because I couldn't connect at all it was really weird so finally it got back up i guess so so, so you, we, we stopped hearing you where you were talking about uh the the you know past days of gen con with the prizes and and how things had changed so much in 2017 when you went yeah so i was just saying kind of that you know my expectations in 2017 you know were probably ill-placed because i just kind of assumed you go into gen con the mecca of HeroScape, there's going to be great prizes type of thing and you know it costs so much to get there and to establish it at gen con you know there's not extra time or money to really have prizes for everyone and for the you know for to, to make it all work right and i got that once i got there i was like oh yeah i guess that makes sense <laughs> so the fact that we could have that at scape con and have it so 
successful, right? I mean, you did an amazing job getting multiple people from the community to participate in that and, and provide that, but also just door prizes and things like that. Like it just made the experience so much more fulfilling, especially for people that don't typically play HeroScape, like my dad and my cousin, you know, that was their, one of their, I think their second major like tournament ever. And they played more HeroScape than they've ever played in their whole life. (laughs) And so the fact that they, who don't play HeroScape often could still walk away with like a cool t-shirt, some cool custom cards. is just kind of neat. Right. And so I just thought it was a huge success and anyone that, you know, wants to come. Yeah. You don't necessarily have to come for the prizes, but I mean, you're going to be pretty happy walking away with some prizes too. So, yeah. Did did they enjoy it? Your your dad and your cousin? Oh yeah, it was awesome. Uh, they uh, well actually, I, I guess I misspoke. It was my nephew. My uh, my nephew attended, but yeah, no, they loved it. My uh, nephew just started picking HeroScape up, and uh, you know, he's got a mind for games, and so he just. Uh, had a blast and then my dad who's something like 65 it might have it might have over exhausted him uh, you know four days of straight gaming but no at the end of it he said he had a lot of fun and it was pretty neat to uh, you know just bring family along and you know I know a lot of you guys have family and friends that attended too and that makes it that much more fun too right when you can spend it with people you know but kind of like what you were saying uh, George you don't have to bring family to still feel like it's a family, right? The community aspect when we're, you know, having meals and, and participating together, it, it felt really neat to actually spend time getting to know people outside just playing games too. I felt like we had opportune time to do that as well. Yes. What's next, Mike? So then like ScapeCon 2. Like, okay, well, at, at this point, I guess, uh, yeah, so we we have the uh, hotel reserve from uh, July 13th through July 17th, and we'll be able to get into the ballroom at 8 a.m. on Wednesday. We have it all day on Wednesday this year instead of a half a day. And the plan is, I think, to start building maps earlier and to kick off the multiplayer tournament probably around 4.30, give or take, and then have a dinner uh, Wednesday night as part of the meal plan. And then we also have the ballroom the entire day Sunday, although we still, I think, will end with some sort of probably team event, which is, I mean, unless it works out differently, but we probably will end by two o'clock or so again. Uh, But people would be able to stay and use the ballroom for as long as they wanted uh, up until midnight. And uh, we we are looking at uh, an option uh, so we have an 11 meal plan that we're talking about, and we're also looking at an option. We, we've had a request from people that uh, some people don't eat breakfast or don't want that breakfast. And so we're looking at a, an option of uh, lowering, having having a badge price without breakfast. Now, we would have to limit the number of people. If everybody said, I don't want breakfast or, or only 10 people did, that's a problem because we need, uh, I think, 20 people in order for them to set up the buffet. Uh, and, and then the, but, but the more, the, the bigger issue is that we need to buy a certain amount of food. And if nobody eats breakfast, we won't meet our minimum on the food. So that's kind of what we're, what we're talking about though, as a, as a a slightly different option for, for people that don't want to eat breakfast is reducing the price of the badge. And it wouldn't be a big reduction in the price, but it would be something. 
And other than that, I think, uh, you know, from a logistics standpoint and from the hotel standpoint, that's that's all that is really new. And then I think it comes down to more more gaming uh, and, and p- potentially other events. Well, and one thing to note quick is we are looking at one and two day badge options as well. Um, that's another way, especially we had some requests from people local that like, hey, I can probably come for a day or for two days. Um, you know, we're not going to have like one, two, three, four day options. It'll be kind of you got your main badge, you got your main badge without breakfast, or you could get either a one or a two day badge, which would um, those one and two day badges would have to be three mail inclusive just to you know, to make sure we're hitting our minimum. Um, our priority is obviously on the weekend badges, though, because they're what allow us to run it. What, uh, you know, same deals last year where we're not making money and we're we're fronting our own costs on all this stuff, too. So we're looking at some some different ways to make it a little more economically feasible. But, it, you know, uh, the your cost to come is still largely in your transportation, your housing. And then the badge is we we feel reasonable for what you get. Um, which is five days of gaming, 11 meals, all for, we're looking at 375? 375 is where we think we can bring it in, presuming we have, you know, 40 people, give or take. How many, do you, do you happen to know how many people, because of the attendee restriction, either couldn't come or or, or because it was so short notice couldn't come? Like, do we, do you have a figure, like, do you expect us now that we know it's happening, you know, a year down the road, do you expect us to hit 60 plus people just because people have more time to plan and get ready for it? Well, it's hard to say for, for it's hard to say with COVID. Um, it it kind of depends what happens with COVID on. I mean, I will say, first of all, as far as I know, nobody there was sick. Nobody got sick. Um None of us did. Uh, so unless anybody knows differently, as far as I'm aware, everybody was safe. We we definitely had some people say, hey, you know, I had scheduled my vacation for this other weekend, which was Gen Con weekend. But again, with the whole firefighters convention this past year, we couldn't do it that same weekend. So uh, I know of at least one person um, who or I think maybe two people actually who had their vacation scheduled for the week later um, and would have been going and Currently, we're looking at we already have 31 people saying they're attending. We have another about a dozen on uh, that have already said they're on the maybe list. I would expect more people next year than this past year. Um, Again, barring like a a spike in COVID or or something else, you know. Mm -hmm. We didn't turn anybody away this year. You know, we didn't have to, to say you can't come. So that that was not an issue. And I would I would estimate that we're going to be somewhere around 50 people is is my guess if I if I had to to guess uh, on an over under number. I do know one group of um, I think four or five Canadians you know were really interested in coming wanted to come but then there was the the restriction the travel restriction that basically says they can't come in uh, they can't come into the U S um, or can't go get back or whatever they're they're you know restrictions right now because of COVID so. You know, again, some of this is just kind of up in the air on on that front. So, I mean, yeah, the, I guess the big thing is we're going to, you know, SkipCon 2 it should be a lot of fun. Um, hopefully it'll be very similar to SkipCon 1, but better in, in a few key ways. Um, it'll be five days of gaming, really four full days of gaming. And you've got, you know, we'll have maps set up. We'll, we'll start the first tourney at probably 4 or 4.30 on Wednesday, 11 meals. Um, everything's included. 
walk away with some door prizes. You know, we're going to do probably a dozen different alt arts again. Um, alternate art cards will probably have three, probably the same structure as last year, three door prizes, three early signups, and six on the prize wall. Um, we'll have a prize wall with, again, stuff like, for example, posters, that type of thing. And we'll have just a bunch of bunch of different events. We're probably still going to have like a main event. Don't know fully what that looks like yet, but it'll be, uh, yeah, it'll, I, I'm tired right now, which is why I'm not selling it super, <laughs> super well. But, you know, ask any, you know, as, as always, ask anybody that attended, that's not me, and you'll get pretty much the same response. So um, feel free, you know, I'm sure if you message either Chandler or Sirhuroscape, or if you message really anybody else that went, just ask them what they thought, how, you know, how they liked it, if, if they would do it again, considering that both of them are on the going list already, and consider that basically the vast majority of people that went are on the going list already. Um, I, I think you got the, you got the response there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I walked out of that being like, I can't wait for next year. It was a no brainer. <laughs> I mean, we started talking about like, Oh, what weekend can we do it while we were still there? So I I'm all for it. I thought it was, it, it streamlined Gen Con for me and that outweighed the, other pros of Gen Con, which was the dealer hall. So I'm absolutely about it. I will praise it to anyone who wants to hear about it. Please slide into my DMs and I will tell you how good it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can, I mean, for how good it was, it can only go up from here, right? I mean, as years go by, I'll come up with new ideas. Hopefully it grows even bigger and it kind of keeps the community self-sustaining and growing. I mean, you know, we're 10 plus years now keeping this game alive and sometimes I feel like it's more alive than it's ever been, right? Because things like this happen where, you know, we're so committed to it because we love the people, we love the game that, you know, we, we will it to live. And it's pretty, it's a pretty special thing when you get people together that have that kind of commitment and kind of, kind of devotion to something kind of special like this. So <clears throat> yeah, I'm excited for next year and yeah, I think you guys, you guys do great work and just encourage anyone to, to definitely start saving now. I really appreciate you guys uh, coming on with us here and, and Mike inviting us all on. Yeah. Yeah. You're kind of uh, <laughs> acting like you're, you're the host, huh? <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, yeah, no, thank Thank you all so much for coming on for everybody listening. Check out um, Sir Hero Escape's video. I'll have it linked and I'll, I'll link our announcement post for ScapeCon 2 as well in the description of this episode. I, I was the organizer, but at the end of the day it, it did, it went, it went about as well as it could have gone, I feel, for the three months, and we're going to just keep making it better and better. Um, and this this next one should really be uh, – it should really be a very special weekend. And I encourage anybody that can to, to come out, and um, again, we're, we're looking at a couple more economic options if that's an issue. You're going to walk away with prizes. You're going to walk away having played Heroes Gate with a bunch of great players. Um, you're going to walk away having just – having just spent a bunch of time with a bunch of great people at the end of the day, you know, because uh, that's why we all do it. And that's why we all play the game still is largely the community at this point. There are other games I like just as much as HeroScape that I don't play anymore because the community just isn't the same. That's kind of the plain and simple truth here. It's it's really the community and uh, it'll continue to be the community as, as you know, I'll keep doing what I can to make sure that we can all gather in indie and, uh, you know, if, if anybody has anything else to say last minute or 
the biggest question I think going out of here is it ScapeCon 2 or is it ScapeCon 2022? I think officially it's ScapeCon 2. Electric Boogaloo? <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> and and uh, although we all love HeroScape, uh, I, I encourage anyone who has some ideas uh, for different games or different tournaments uh, to be thinking about that. We're talking maybe about an Ashes tournament. And someone mentioned Dungeons and Dragons, or a couple people did, uh, you know, just as a as a, a little side thing going on, because we are out there a long time and we do have space for that. With more people going, not that there was a shortage of players in any of the tourneys, but that way, you know, we can have two healthy tourneys at a time slot, plus some people doing something else if they prefer. So it it really will, it really should work out well having some other gaming. We'll, we'll be encouraging that more this year. Uh, this past year was kind of making sure everything just, you know, ran fairly smoothly on the HeroScape front, making sure that we could pull it off, uh, making sure people would come and enjoyed it. And then this next year we can, we can really, really uh, encourage some other gaming. And, you know, I, I personally, I, I can do, I can do some other gaming on the side and, and not do just HeroScape for four and a half days as much as I love the game. But yeah, no, thank you all so much for coming on. Uh, thank you all for listening. Uh, as always, stay safe. Happy scaping.